Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to another episode of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I am the owner of Boytnot Coaching and the founder of Teachers in Transition. And I am a heart-centered career transition and career uh, change coach for teachers who are burnt out and ready to make a career change. I'm also a certified stress management coach, however, and so if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know that I alternate topics each week. One week I talk about stress management, other weeks I talk about career transition, this week the topic is stress. And it occurs to me to suggest to you that you need to be aware of the three kinds of stress that can occur in your life at any particular time. And I can't remember if I've ever talked about these three types of stress in the past or not, but probably bears repeating if I have talked about it before. And if you are a recent listener, you may not have heard me speak to it. And it's maybe timely for you right now. So there are three types of stress that you need to be aware of. There is acute stress. There is episodic stress. And there is chronic stress. Now. The acute stress is the result of a a particular singular experience or situation. It can be as devastating as the loss of a loved one, or it can be as simple as getting caught in traffic and running late for an appointment. Your brain doesn't know the difference. The amygdala, I mean, your, your frontal cortex does, but your amygdala, which is an almond-shaped organ at the base of your brain, which has never evolved since early caveman days, your amygdala will respond to your feeling of stress in the moment. And depending on the level of anxiety you're feeling, it will release into your bloodstream a flood of adrenaline. Now, in caveman days, you needed that ability to flee, the extra speed that the adrenaline gives you, the extra strength to fight off a predator or an enemy, to take care of yourself and your family. It made perfect sense back in caveman days that your system would be 
created in such a way as to help you with the fight or flight impulse. In today's world, however, the dilemma is that the amygdala is not not evolved enough to know the difference between you're facing a, a lion who's about to eat you and you're being stressed because you're running late for an appointment and you're stuck in traffic. So when you are faced with a particular situational stress, there really isn't a lot you can do about the, the amygdala's response to it. It's, it's going to release into your bloodstream a flood of adrenaline that's intended to help you think clearer, be sharper, be faster, be stronger. If you have enough of those episodes, however, let's say on a day-to-day basis, it becomes not acute stress anymore. It becomes episodic or chronic stress. Episodic stress is when you're faced with a series of situations that can create stress in your life. A number of things may happen in in close connection to one another. The events may or may not be connected, but still you have an event that happens and then maybe as a result of that event or something else, you continue to be faced with additional stress, additional situations that you have to to handle. And so we're, we're constantly feeling on alert, you know, because we're waiting. Sometimes we're waiting for that other shoe to drop. And then there's chronic stress. And that is when you feel so hopeless and you're stuck in a a really bad situation that doesn't have a good prognosis. Uh, An example of chronic stress would be the stress caused by an illness that has no cure or long-term, a long-term disability that, that is, you're unable to get resolved. Um, The, the, the loss of a significant, maybe your spouse, it can, your, your grief can become chronic and last over a long period of time. The body is responding to all three types of stress in pretty much the same way, whether it's acute or episodic or chronic. Your body is overloaded with the hormones that are accompanied by um, stress and you you begin the the trouble is your body begins to break down and not come come back as quickly you don't bounce back as quickly as you would if you were younger if you were healthier if you had less going on in your life what occurs to me that, that is significant about the differences the different gradations of acute and episodic and chronic stress is that for the last going on two years, all of us have dealt with acute, episodic, and chronic stress as the result of the pandemic. We are all in the same boat as far as the the pandemic creating upheaval, uncertainty, 
perhaps illness if you've actually gotten COVID or stress over the debate whether to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. Who do you believe? Where do you go for the right kinds of information? All of that adds to your stress level. And so what I want to suggest to you is that whether you are suffering from acute or episodic or chronic stress, this is the time for you to do more about your own self-care than ever before. Because the bottom line is no one else is going to take care of your, your, yourself the way you can and should. In fact, in my efforts to get my stress management workshop off the ground a few years ago, what I was struck by was the indifference by many of the school leaders that I talked to about the stress that teachers are experiencing. And this was long before the pandemic. Now, I know that administrators are trying to tune in. They're trying to be understanding. They're trying to provide space for teachers to express their, their stress and feelings of overwhelm. But just expressing them without some sort of help or solution or, or care is, will be empty. It will be an empty gesture. So my suggestion to administrators who may be listening to this podcast, wouldn't that be lovely if they were listening? My, my best advice to the administrators is stop just playing uh, lip service. Stop a lot of the tone deafness that's going on in your building right now and really, really tune in. I know that administrators are stressed out too, but the administrator has a different kind of stress than the teacher in the classroom. And many administrators have been out of the classroom long enough that they have forgotten. And they've certainly not been in the classroom probably during the pandemic period. And so just try not to be quite so tone deaf about what's going on with your teachers if you're an administrator. If you're a teacher, on the other hand, don't wait for your administrator to do anything for you. You need to do it for yourself. Whether it means getting a massage, going to see the doctor, talking about for, for at least short term, something for your anxiety, tuning out of your social media for a while, taking a time to unplug, setting a hard stop for when you're going to stop schoolwork, whether you're done or not, so you can spend time with your family, your friends, yourself. These are things that you need to do for yourself. You can't wait for someone else to do them for you. Chronic stress gone unchecked will wind up making you ill. And I've talked about this before. The, the range of illnesses that can beset someone who has been the, the uh, experiencer of chronic or episodic stress can show up in diabetes, high blood pressure, and cardi cardiovascular disease. It can show up in lupus, the, any, any autoimmune disorder that people can 
uh, suffer from. And any disorder can be exacerbated by an overabundance of stress in your life. And there's a fine line between this, this, the event that caused the stress and your response to it. So please, please, please just be more intentional about setting boundaries for yourself, setting an intention to take better care of yourself in whatever way that means for you. And don't wait for someone else to be taking care of this for you. You need to take charge and take care of yourself. Everyone experiences acute stress periodically. Everyone experiences episodic stress at times in their lives. And I honestly believe that right now we're all experiencing chronic stress that will show up in other ways if we're not really careful. And we need to be careful about how we allow our stress to take over our bodies, our minds, our spirits, because it diminishes our ability to enjoy our lives. So do whatever it takes for you to take care of yourself. And I'll be back next week with some career transition strategies. If you are getting any benefit at all from this podcast, please review it. Send me a note. Let me know that you're enjoying it and getting some benefit from it. If you have ideas for future episodes or guests you would like for me to invite to speak, let me know that through an email at kittyboytnot at gmail.com. And I'm going to attach to the notes today a free stress assessment that I urge you to take so that you can be clear about the level of your stress. On this particular stress assessment, the tool is set up so that if you answer yes to 10 or more questions, you need to get help with your stress. And I've had people to score as high as 25 out of 32. There are 32 questions on the assessment. So be aware of your level of stress. And I'll be back next week. Take care. Stay well. Until then, this is Kitty Boynton. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.